Hey ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Mel Hubbard here. You know, it's Friday, it's Friday, it's November 8th. Are you excited? You should be excited because it's Friday. And uh, there's rumours of uh, some stuff happening at Gigafactory 3. So, Gigafactory 3, it's in China, they built it fast. We actually thought that production would begin in mid-October, but they are still waiting apparently, still waiting to get the proper requirements, the licensing requirements to start manufacturing. It's called a manufacturing certification. So they still haven't got that. So they're working with local governments, they say, and uh, they hope to get it by the end of the year. Despite that, we've got some pictures of Model 3s that have come off the line, these sort of pre-production things. So they've put the whole thing together. There's some drone photos of about you know a dozen or more of these outside the factory. And now there's rumours, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, now there's rumours, this is from Electric and from Jason Yang, that there's actually Model Ys being produced there as well. Now that's very interesting because there's this whole other sort of factory next to the factory which we've been sort of wondering if that's going to be where they make Model Y. But did they really build a couple of Ys on this factory floor to uh, test out the production of Model Y? We don't expect any Model Ys to be produced until the summer, so maybe this is just part of a sort of a prototype building thing that they're going to then use to be trialling in the Chinas. But it's all very interesting. I think Model Y is going to come to the world pretty quickly, just with the number that we're seeing out there, even the ones I think I'm seeing but I'm not, and uh, now we're seeing prototypes in China. Very, very interesting. We might get it even, dare I say, early summer. Now, you all know the president, right? No, not that president. The real president. Joel Sapp? Yeah. President of the uh, Talking Tesla Black Caucus? Yeah, that's right. That Joel Sapp. A good friend of Robert's. Who they like to go see rockets together. Good friend of the show. Been part of the show since the beginning. He asked me a very rude and difficult question. And it goes like this. Mel, can you settle a disagreement? I'm having with somebody on the Twitter. If Tesla reveals a 450-plus mile Model S long range, separate from the Plaid Mode S, and confirms that they don't intend to increase the range of Model 3, what would you choose as your daily driver? The S or the 322-mile Model 3? Now, Joel, that is quite rude, because it's going to show what a complete fool I am. My answer to Joel went like this. Like, this is killing me, Joel, killing me, because I so want to have that 450-mile range for that, you know, once a month or so when I really need it, which means that, yeah, 90% of the time, I don't need it, but I want it. So what I said to Joel was, uh, given that circumstance, and knowing that the Model S is probably with a 450-mile range is going to be at least $50,000 more than Model 3, I just couldn't rationalize it. As much as I'd want it, I couldn't rationalize that much cash because, you know, I could buy a big solar array and a couple of batteries and I could give it away for the same price. And what would be better for the world? Getting the Model 3 plus giving away some solar on a battery or putting more on my house or on the studios. Uh, so I have to say, as much as I don't want to, that um, the Model 3 322 would be sufficient. Yes, it'll be a pain a couple of times a year when all of the superchargers are full and I can't charge as fast as I'd like. But I can't do it, Joel. But I can tell you, I have thought about it a lot, more than once. Now you made me say this in front of everybody. You happy now? Just because you're the president, you shouldn't put me in these situations. Because I can just hear Tom in the background. Yeah, you watch what happens when they really do come out with a 450-mile range Model S and see how fast Mel trades in his Model 3. Make your head spin. 
And that's why, you know, it's a bit upsetting because he might be right. But I'm pretty sure the right decision, Model 3, instead of the Model S. Now, I've got an article here that I don't really understand because the amount I know about the world of finance, you could write on the head of a pin in bold font. But it says here that, uh, this is from Apple Insider, that Apple issues a $2.2 billion green bond issue that will fund carbon emissions. So, again, I don't really know what this means, but they're doing some green bond and uh, then people can buy those bonds and they use that money to fund projects across the planet. They've done this before. This is the biggest one ever. This will bring their total up to about $4.7 billion in the last few years. And their official statement says this, Apple is unwavering in its commitment to addressing the urgent threat of climate change. The time for action is now. By issuing an additional $2.2 billion in green bonds, we will accelerate our work to lower carbon emissions across our supply chain and beyond, building on our successful transition to 100% renewable energy. Apple's progress is proof positive that businesses don't have to choose between what's right for the planet and healthy for the bottom line. So somehow what you do is you, uh, you give people this bond, people get the bond, and then you use the money for this bond to buy rooftop solar and renewable things. And it also allows you to repatriate some money from overseas and not get taxed at the same rate. Something like that. But in the end, I think this is good. In the end, if Apple, some big gigantic company like Apple, is spending significant amounts of cash on renewable energy, that's good because we need it. Because unfortunately here in the United States, we are doing everything we can to go the opposite way. And it's kind of driving many of us crazy at a time when we should be doubling down on renewable energy, green energy, and uh, all things not carbon. We're doing the opposite, driving us crazy. But Greta's out there and Greta is mobilizing. And Greta is a leader of 16 years of age. And we're proud of Greta, but we're worried about Greta. Because that's a lot of responsibility. And November 21st, people, November 21st, we're going to be talking about trucks November 21st. Getting super excited about it. Really hoping that Tesla is going to kill it with this truck. There are so many of these trucks out there, and they're not very fuel efficient. And if we could get a significant chunk of people moving over to the electrified truck, and if those electrified trucks were filled up with uh, you know green electrons... That would be good. Real good. So uh, I'm going to be talking about a lot going forward. What do we expect to see? What are the specs? What are the knobbly bits? The special knobbly bits. So what I would like to see is a huge frunk. I think that's a big deal. And just as others have done, um, some sort of extra carrying capacity between the cab and the uh, tray could be huge. And some ability to draw from what there's probably going to be a really big uh, battery pack to do other interesting things like plugging in your uh, electrical bits that uh, you use for work, but also interesting things like electrical barbecues and stuff could make this giant, enormous, and large. And how about this? How about throw in sort of an additional, well, we can put sort of a covering over the back sort of tray on that truck that has solar panels, solar panels that would give you enough energy to drive, I don't know, 20, 30 miles extra a day, or at least help charge the battery while you're using said electrical devices. I'm just saying, I've got some ideas here. I'm an idea man. The show is talking Tesla. This is the Elon Daily part of that show. Give us a rating or a review. Big show, large show, grand show, going to get recorded this weekend with the boys. Talk to you soon. Over it out.